Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what we want. I'm your host, Kayleen Seuss. My intention is to offer deep breaths, high vibes, and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. Let's get to it. Hello, friends. How are you? I am feeling excited and energized and so happy right now. The sun is shining and it's December. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I truly, truly love the holiday season and I think there's just so much magic and calm and cozy vibes and I know that the holidays can also bring a lot of challenge and hardships but it can also bring healing and love as well. As I sit down to record There are 39 people enrolled in my month-long virtual retreat, Align 2021, and I am just beyond delighted to embark on this journey with such an amazing group of people. The virtual retreat is something that you do alone, on your own, in the cozy comforts of your home, but it's something that we're all doing as a collective together in our solitary spaces, but as a group. So it's a really exciting thing, and I'm just so happy to share it with you. I know a lot of you have already printed out your guidebooks and have begun the process of tuning in and figuring out how the retreat will unfold for each of you, when you want to spend time in it, and when you want to integrate it into your everyday life. If you still haven't joined and you want to, there's still time. The guidebooks just went out on Tuesday morning and I'm leaving registration open through the end of this week. It's $44 to sign up. You get the guidebook, which is filled with intuition connections, which are little guided exercises to really tune into your inner wisdom guided rituals for connecting to your life and the elements around you to magic and wonder and serendipity there's also plenty of journal prompts and they're all broken up week by week so you can really tune into the theme for each week and then there's also going to be a live zoom call on tuesday december 29th It's a full moon and we're going to gather together to connect in ceremony, release what's not serving us, welcome in the new year. It's going to be really magical, very special. And if you can't make it live, then the recording will be available for everyone. So you also get a discount code for a session with me. So if you've been wanting to do a session with me, that could be a really nice bundle, a treat that you give yourself this season. It's $44 to sign up and you can visit KayleenElise.com for all the details and just make sure that you do it before the end of this week because I'm going to close out the registration then. Today I'm talking about digital wellness, boundaries for the holiday season, and why I'm taking another social media sabbatical. 
at the beginning of this year, I set my goals and I knew it would be nice, healthy, and just like feel really good to take a break from social media in what I imagined would be July and December, the times of the year that we usually travel to spend time with family. (laughs) And when I say take a break from social media, I'm really talking about a break from Instagram. That's where I spend the majority of my digital time. Last September, September 2019, I listened to the audiobook Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport, and it really made an impact on me. My biggest takeaway is that space, breaks, and room to breathe are very beneficial to our nervous systems, to our bodies, and to our minds, and to our creativity. And so I knew going into this year that my business is online, I spend so much time on the internet, my passion, my joys, my so many of my social connections are online, but having space to really interact in my everyday life is also really important. Of course, when I set my goals, I had no idea about COVID, and like I said, I just thought that July and December would be times when we'd be traveling with family, and I wanted to be present and available for my kids and for nature. You know, <laughs> what you think when you're setting goals. <laughs> so fast forward to now, obviously we know that COVID happened and through July, my digital sabbatical was really focused on staying home to stay safe. I had lots of rules for that sabbatical and when I was setting my goals I just kind of copy and pasted the rules that I had set for July so there was you know no Instagram no Facebook no blogging for me no listening to audiobooks no listening to podcasts I think that's the full rundown I have two episodes on the podcast from earlier this year that I'll link to in the show notes that run through my preparation for my summer sabbatical, and then also one afterwards that kind of breaks down my takeaways and what I learned and what I read. Um, So I'll link to that as well. My reflections on where I am right now and what I hope to experience in this winter sabbatical, it's different. I think one of the things that I did over the summer was take email off of my phone completely. And most of that was because I wasn't leaving the house and it just seemed silly for me to be on my computer and be on my phone and have email be in two places when I really only like to deal with email in an actionable way when I open up my inbox and I can actually answer the emails or take action. And so I took it off my phone and that's been so lovely. I do have to admit that I recently added it back to my phone (laughs) because I've been doing so much work online with launching these intuition sessions and with the podcast and now with Align 2021 that that need for being completely accessible and totally up to date just kind of seeped in. Also, with online shopping and doing curbside pickups, it's much more convenient if you have your emails accessible. So I added it back on, but that's definitely something that I'm going to check myself on and I think delete again because I don't even want my email open 24-7. I really only want to come, I want to check my mail like I check my mail at my house 
where I walk to my mailbox, I open it up, I sort through it, I put things in a pile if they need action, and I put the rest in the recycling bin. I want to do that same thing with my email. Stepping away from Instagram feels so good, but it's definitely an emotionally charged thing for me. And I know that for a lot of you, you feel the same way. I've heard from so many people that, oh, I would love to take a break from Instagram, but I can't do it because of my business or I don't know, I don't want to miss anything. And I mean, one of the reasons why I'm doing this is to show you that you can. If you feel called to do this, you can step away from Instagram. It's okay. And it doesn't mean that Instagram is bad. I sort of think of it now like a casino where I like to hang out with my best friends. I mean, so many of the connections that I've made in the last 10 years of my life have been through the internet. Started out as Twitter, definitely moved over to Instagram and blogging, but there's just a way to find people who are doing things that you're interested in, people who are exploring topics and ideas that you're curious about. I know that for many of you listeners, me and a few other people on podcasts or Instagram are the only people that are into some of these more woo ideas in your life. And so it's nice to have those connections. But the app itself is engineered in a way to keep us on there and to keep us scrolling and to keep us going down rabbit holes. And I don't even think that that's always bad. But I do think that it's important to step outside the casino every once in a while and take some breaths of fresh air. And if this casino reference isn't landing for you, that's okay. There's probably another analogy that will work best. But I went to college at UNLV in Las Vegas, and I have spent a lot of time in casinos. I actually love them. And I have been to many casinos with really great friends and have wonderful times there. But they're not real places. Casinos are manufactured. They're there to keep you playing, drinking, staying up all night. And there's a lot of parallels. (laughs) One of the other rules that I had last sabbatical that I'm not going to uphold this time around are podcasts and audiobooks. I'm not taking an official hardcore break from them this time. I've already really slimmed down to the podcasts that I listen to. There aren't that many. I actually want to explore more podcasts, and I would love to be a guest on some podcasts next year. So if you have any podcast suggestions or episodes that you've really loved or ones that you want me to check out, send me an email. My email is hello at kaylinalise.com, and I would love to hear from you. On audiobooks, I have a good backlog of audiobooks I've already purchased, and I think with like wrapping presents and going for winter walks outside in the mornings, I love listening to audiobooks, and so I don't want to give that up this time around, so I'm not going to. Overall, I'm just going to have a less militant, hardcore approach And really just focus on this month inviting in and allowing space and intuitive guidance to lead the way. Those rules that I followed, that hardcore nature, that's a part of me. And it was super, super helpful to do it that way over the summer. But this time around, I want to be more flowy. I want to listen within and ask, what do I need? 
this vision I have for myself for the sabbatical that's really kind of anchoring it all is waking up early in the morning, getting a hot cup of coffee, sitting by my tree in the quiet, in the dark with a candle lit, and reading actual books (laughs) instead of scrolling and messing around on my phone. A few books that I have in progress I want to finish, and then I want to start Walter Isaacson's biography about Steve Jobs. That's been on my to-read list for years. I even gave it to Adam, my husband, as a Christmas present, I think, a few years ago. And I love Steve Jobs. I love Apple, and I really want to read that. So we'll see if I get to it in December, but the intention is there. And no matter what, I know that reading that book is in my future and stepping away from my Apple iPhone (laughs) is the way I'm going to get to read that book, which is really funny. But I think Steve Jobs would approve. An idea I want to offer up and provide you something to consider is that the energy that you bring is the energy that you receive. And so when we're going to spaces online, either reading someone's blog, which, gosh, I mean, I would love to do more of that if I could just get off Instagram enough to go read people's blogs. (laughs) Or if you're on Instagram or you're on Facebook or you're in your text messages or you're answering emails, whatever it is, asking yourself, why are you here? Tuning into what feels good and really listening to that wisdom because I know for myself, a lot of times I will have my phone in hand and not even know why I opened my phone to begin with. What am I here for? What am I supposed to be doing? I totally forget. And I mean, that's on purpose. (laughs) Whoever's app you're on, whatever's happening, they want you to go down that rabbit hole. And so I have this little note card on my desk that says, you are a light, you are a leader, you are not a rabbit. (laughs) To remind myself not to go down the rabbit hole, that when I come to work, when I sit down to create, I'm doing it from a place of light and love and connection and service to you, my community. So the energy you bring is the energy you receive. When you're on Instagram, what are you there for? I know for myself, a lot of times I open that app because I'm bored or I want to feel better about something or I just need a break. And all of those things are okay, totally okay, completely allowed. And if you are getting nourishment and a nice break from being on Instagram, then that's beautiful. But if you're not then you have the ability, you have the power to kind of unravel that and look at what would serve you, what would feel good, how can you connect, where can you have conversation and community with the people whose time you share online. One little thing that I've been playing with on Instagram is not hearting or liking things in the DMs. And only using emojis when it enhances a conversation instead of being a replacement for it. So if someone DMs me, I really try to make an effort to respond with actual sentences, (laughs) real words, instead of just a heart. 
And if someone's stories come up and I like something, I try to actually tell them why I like it or how I want to engage with them in an actual, like what is engagement? It's actually interacting with the person behind the screen. And so I've been really wanting to shift my attention towards those things and really trying to make my experience on Instagram a little harder, if you will, in the sense that liking something's very easy. Commenting takes more effort, but it means more, and it actually is coming from me versus just tapping something. Does that make sense? When I think about digital wellness, I think about caring for myself, caring for my energy, and using my awareness, my intuition, my body to guide me versus being guided by the technology, by the app, by the software developers. You know, and none of this stuff is inherently wrong or bad. I really don't think that. I'm not like anti anything, but I do think that, again, space, breaks, room to breathe, and time and intention around what you're doing will make your experience feel lighter, easier, and more enjoyable. Through the holidays, I want to invite you to just play around with the idea of boundaries and technology and what will serve you best. So what are boundaries? It's kind of a buzzword. It's something I hear a lot lately. I even heard conversation around boundaries in an inner voice session with a client recently, which was very interesting. At the heart of it, I think that boundaries are agreements you make with yourself in service of your health and well-being. I think of boundaries as like 100% a selfish act and not selfish in a bad way, but just really caring for self protecting yourself, standing upright, doing what you need to do. And it's not really about protecting you from other people. It's really about, I don't even know if protection's the right word. For me, boundaries can get wrapped up in this idea of protection, but my intuition is always saying you don't need to be protected. You are okay. So if we stay in that space... I think of boundaries as agreements, as ways of listening to what you need and then adhering to that wisdom in a moment where maybe you need the structure of a boundary. Because sometimes our highest self, our deepest wisdom will tell us what we need and we'll know it, we'll hear it. But then our minds or technology or a commercial or a swipe up will get in the way. And that's totally fine. We are human. (laughs) That's okay. But having boundaries and structures in place can kind of help us like bumpers bowling and lead us to the place where we really wanted to be to begin with. So over the holidays, how can you take care of yourself? Consider it now in a quiet place with some deep breaths really think about what do you need where can you do less where can you do more how do you want to feel what will enhance that feeling what will take away from it 
if you're hearing me talk about a digital sabbatical and you're like, okay, cool, Kayleen, then maybe you know that you don't need that. But if you're like, I'm really jealous of your social media sabbatical, then maybe you need one. I'm really not here to tell you to get off Instagram. It doesn't matter to me. I'm not there anyway right now, so I don't know if you're on or off. (laughs) But I have had conversations with some of you, and we have talked about how you really want to take a break. And it can be for a day, for an hour, for a month, for a year. I know one person who I follow, she's an author and a business owner, and she does one week on Instagram, one week off. That's kind of what has come to the surface for her as the best approach for now. Over the summer when I took a sabbatical, I had someone send me a blog post from a lifestyle blogger whose entire business and livelihood is tied up in the online space, and she quit Instagram. I don't know this lady at all. I haven't followed her. I haven't followed up. I don't know if she's come back to it the way my email made its way back onto my phone. But regardless, we're allowed to play with these things. And just because you come out and say, you don't even have to come out and say, I'm taking a break through December. You can just tune in, ask what you need, and then start making steps, taking action in alignment with those needs. And that is is how I look at boundaries and how I try to take care of my digital well-being, my IRL in real life well-being. It's really about kind of connecting inward when I'm feeling frantic or frazzled or like I've been scrolling and on my phone too much and just really tuning into what do I need. So I'm super grateful that At the beginning of this year, when I set my goals for the year, I had that kind of nudge and knowing and that I just decided to go for it because by making that proclamation, it was really helpful for me that like now I've been looking forward to taking this break. I've known about it. And so that's the other thing. If you feel inspired by this, but you're like, now's not a good time, pick a time that does feel right and then do it. You totally can. I'm doing this, like I said, because I can and because it feels good and because I want you to know that the water's warm here. It's totally fine. You can dive in, swim around for a while, and then you can get out, dry off, and get back to what you were doing before. My intention as of right now is to get back on Instagram, get back to my social media life in January, but with that fresh perspective, that space that time to breathe, especially through the holiday season. I'm really excited that it is also in alignment with my virtual retreat because now I can play along with you. I can show up for you better in these podcast episodes, in the newsletters, in our email connections. I can really be there for you in my intuition sessions that I have on the calendar I mean, that's my full intention for this month. So friends, I would love to know what you think about today's episode, what stood out to you, what resonated. And if you feel called to join us on retreat, please sign up and get started. The more the merrier, like I've said before. And if you want to explore your intuition more, 
There's a few more sessions towards the end of December still available. My calendar's open for January as well. I would love to speak with you and your intuition if you feel called to it. I'll be back on Tuesday with another Align 2021 episode because the theme for week two is easy. I cannot wait. I'll talk to you then. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Visit KayleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at KayleenElise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.